Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Theater Goers. I'm your host, Tony. This is my boy, Tafari. Uh, you can see him directly. Uh, today, oh, man, today's an exciting day. Today, I'm excited for this episode because not only are we talking about Spider-Man Far From Home, which I'm already going to say it right now was I, I loved it. I really did. I loved it a lot. But we're also going to talk about not only just, you know, just just to keep it common, we're going to talk about Spider-Man in comparison, a little bit of nostalgia, because we seem to thrive on that on this show yeah. a lot. Uh, and then we're also going to talk about Phase 4 that Marvel revealed at the Comic-Con this past weekend. I can't wait to talk about that. When I heard about what's going to happen, the series, the movies, the cast, uh, I, I got to tell you, I'm so excited for that. But, um, Tafari, did you happen to catch, um, the Phase 4 announcements? Or, like, do you, uh, or, like, what, what have you heard about it that makes you, like, go, yes? I caught it, and I feel like it's, Disney is pulling a powerhouse move with the Disney Plus thing. Because now you have to watch all these shows to keep up with the MCU. Like, WandaVision apparently ties directly into her involvement in, what is it, the new Doctor Strange? Yeah. So you have to watch yeah. the show. It's not like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where it's like, hey, this is technically the MCU. But legally, <laughs> we can't say it's the MCU. But this also took place in the entire... Like, the reason the Tesseract is in the... Um, where were they at? Like, Germany in the beginning of the second Avengers? Apparently, it got it got taken in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And that triggered yeah. the events of Avengers Age of Ultron. But they weren't legally able to oh. say, like, all the Avengers will fix it. I never watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but... It's like a is long, it? It's an hour. Is long, it connected to the movies? Because I'm not man. sure. Are we okay? See, I'm one of those guys. I'm one of the ones where it's like, I'm one of the sh I'm one of those guys where it comes to shows like Smallville and stuff. When it's over, I'm like, <laughs> all right, let me go see what the hype was about. I still right when it's, I still need to get lost because it's all chance. the hype now. When I want to follow it, when no one talks about it anymore, <laughs> I don't want any more spoilers or anything. Do like we know that. why Coulson is alive? Does that ever get revealed? Yes. Because I Googled it and like Reddit seems to be like, Reddit <laughs> seems to have like a hush rule about not discussing you, it out loud. You see, if you, if, you, if you pay attention to the movies, Coulson's been dead since the first Avengers movie. And that was, a, that was back in 2012. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but the show, he's the star. So did they just pull right. a Nick Fury? Ooh. And, uh, Nick Fury in a... <laughs> In what was it in Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah, it was Winter Soldier, the one where Fury was suspected dead. Yeah, and then he came out like alive, basically. Mm, okay, um, but I'll tell you what, the one thing we'll get into, but I'm just gonna say now, the my favorite thing so far that I'm excited for is. Thor 4, Love and Thunder, and Blade. Yeah, so it's Thor, those are the two ones. Those are the, t <laughs> those are the those are the two I'm super excited for. Um, but let's say that let's say that for the end because there's so much to talk about with that. Um, right now, Spider-Man Far From Home. So here we are. This is the first movie, and the timeline follows it. Um, this is the first movie after Endgame. So this is when 
everyone that was gone after the snap for five years have all come back, including um, Peter, apparently some of his friends, and blah, blah, blah. Apparently everyone important got uh, caught in the snap. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, the one thing that I... And you and I had talked about this at the end game with Anthony, yeah. too, is if how are they going to do this right at the end game and how are they going to fix the whole five years thing? Like, is everyone going to look the same or whatever? Like, we talked about this after we watched end game and talked about it. The very first thing they do is talk about that. Yeah, the, the, the I was, blip. I was, I was very happy about that. Yeah, they got right to the point of just like, hey, we know you're confused. Here's the answer to all your questions. We're going to call it the blip and just bring everyone. Somebody I was listening to on the radio brought up a good point. What about the people who are like on planes and stuff or like flying or in like a dangerous location when they got poofed? I guess maybe they they didn't want to get that dark or like let's say the pilot of a plane like that was the one that blipped and his co-pilot and then uh I don't think I don't think they want to go there, <laughs> but um, but the best thing is that they they explained. First of all, I hate the name. I liked it better when it was called the snap, not the blip. I mean, that the, the blip is I don't the know return who thought of that. Of... <laughs> um, but okay, so the blip they explained it right away. The people who did not blip grew up. They got older um, in the five years. Everyone that did blip came back as young and the same as they were when they blipped. Yeah, I keep forgetting that New York schools have, like, a lot of schools that are, like, you basically go there your entire life. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what was so funny is um, it was a great start into the movie, the great intro with the the news team, like, the school news team of that um, of Ned's. Let's just face it. This show is all spoiler alerts all the time. If you're not, if you don't know that yet, Sorry, you need to leave. Um, but oh. Ned's <laughs> Ned's girlfriend was the right. Ned's girlfriend was the female newscaster, and then you got the funny ass dude as the other one. He was freaking out. He's like, my younger brother's my older. Brother. Are we losing him? That's that's the part where it's like, okay, they. Cause they knew to get that out the way because that's the question everyone went into it with. How are they going to explain the whole snap thing? That was the first thing I thought of. I was like, okay, you know, some people probably got new lives since uh, the snap. And then when the one person's like, you know, my wife, we had a feud on everything. And it turns out she got remarried and just ran away with the guy and then found that I came back and she decided not to. <laughs> like, that was, that was um, uh, his best friend in the movie hilarious like we um we went for my little cousin's birthday because this is my second time my mom like, mm-hmm. protests superhero movies she can't get into them but this is like mm-hmm. even if you're not a big superhero fan if you want to go take like family to go see it and you want like a funny friendly kids movie which is like appropriate but still hilarious and whether or not you're an mcu fan you can follow along you'll get it because mm-hmm. my mom was cracking up at him and his like relationship the whole film no, yeah, it's definitely not only it's a standout moral film, not because of its position in the whole timeline of, of everything, but just the fact that, like you just said, you put it perfectly. You don't have to be a superhero fan, a moral fan, or anything. You can go there. You know Spider Man. You'll find this. You kind of find the story out as it goes along because even if you've never even seen Endgame, you kind of know what it's about. 
that's how popular it was, yeah. even for non-theater goers. Pun right, intended. Um, was the number one slot, by the way. Oh my God! Yes, you put that on your social media. I shared that on my Twitter as well, dude. I I could not be happier. People, people I loved Avatar. I did. Like, oh, they paid for it, but I'm like, Avatar. Avatar is a good movie. Don't get me wrong, but like when you yeah, think about absolutely. it, Avatar came out like ten years ago, and like what? It wasn't bad. It was like the first like huge CGI film, but what what impact mm-hmm. did it leave? Like. Avatar was like the first poster child for I think the IMAX experience, and then yeah. if I remember correctly, because I was only in like eighth ninth grade, they also had a re-release and were like, "Come experience it again in IMAX and blah blah blah," and that pushed them over the edge. And people were mad that right. Endgame did the same thing. And nowadays, movies, I was now that yeah. we get DVDs and Blu-rays and Netflix so quickly, movie runs have moved on to like a month, if not like three weeks, depending on the theater. Right, and then I think, just like you said, the impact that Avatar didn't leave on people as much as Marvel had is because they did the one movie in 2009. I was like 15 or 16, so that's like ninth grade that I went to go see it. But um, they only did one movie with a bunch of promises to come out with sequels, but they never happened. So, of course, like in the moment, everybody's like, CGI imax avatar blah 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 it's amazing and it got to be the number one best-selling movie ever but that was 10 years ago yeah here's here's marvel literally iron man came out before avatar the first one so marvel was already building its empire avatar hit a great moment it really did well but then marvel marvel already started building its empire before then and then it just comes to this accumulation of Endgame is now the number one greatest movie ever. Yeah, so, I mean, so props to Avatar for just being a solo standalone film that held that throne for 10 years. But then someone mm-hmm. who they put in like a decade's worth of, or like what, 13 years worth of work. And they built yeah. it into this. So it's only mm-hmm. right that someone that put in that much effort gets to take the top slot. And again, Avatar right, is not and- a bad film. Avatar is a great film. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. It just... Like, totally I haven't recommend talked it. about the film in years. Like, if I see it on TV, I'm mm-hmm. like, sure, why not? But other than that, it's like... I'm the same way. Every time it comes on TV, I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this. And the fact that... um the What I really respected is that James Cameron was a big critic. Um, James Cameron, for those of you who don't know, director of Terminator, Alien, and some movies, and then he directed Avatar. Um, he... Um, was a huge critic against superhero movies. He didn't like them. Really? He didn't think he thought they were just like giant, basic messes of a movie. But he did the right thing and sent out like a little um, message to Marvel, like like on social media, saying, "Listen, man, congratulations to you guys. Job well done. Like, just you know, I applaud you." And he wrote in a message in the language with the tribal in Avatar. I forget how it goes in their language, but it says, I see you. And it had those little spirit, um, you know, the, the things that represented the spirits on Iron Man's armor. And I oh, thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Those things that came to Jake at the beginning of the movie. Those little, little, like, 
kind of jellyfish things that just kind of need to go find the tweet now and see it for myself later on oh yeah no you go like james cameron or you just type in like james cameron congratulates endgame you'll see it 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 looks so badass but again for being a critic of the superhero movies for him to do that that's that's deep you know what i'm saying that that takes a lot yeah i mean everyone's usually good sports like marvel was quick to uh give props to whoever was in charge of uh jurassic world I think when it broke the record for like biggest box office weekend, mm. they yeah, had yeah, yeah, like yeah, five years up with the first Avengers movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So no, and then and then and then uh, back to Far From Home. Next, yeah. next uh, topic you want to hit on with that? Yeah, sure. Um, when it comes to when it comes, we just talked about profit. How Endgame became the number one best-selling movie ever. I just looked at um, Far From Homes. They're already j- at $932 million. So that's probably going to hit a billion. Oh, they're, they're definitely hitting the billion-dollar mark by... They're definitely going to hit the billion. Weekend. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's no it's, reason this movie should not be a success. Mm-hmm. And I think for one thing, everyone wanted to see the first movie at the end game with the snap and everything. And the way these people really... How Peter changed from one person at the end of Endgame, the beginning of Far From Home, to the end of Far From Home, I think really speaks to how he's going to come into his own thing. Yeah, if you know, you know? Like, if you look at the uh, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films with Tobey Maguire, which mm-hmm. him and Blade kind of paved the way for everything, they did a mm-hmm. good job of like casting because high schoolers back then looked like full adults at some point. Now high schoolers, now every kid, generation of kids looks like a toddler, which they did a good job because 16-year-old, <laughs> like 16-year-old actor Tobey Maguire compared to 16-year-old Tom Holland, like it was easier to transition our first Peter Parker into being an adult, whereas this one, we really uh-huh. understand that, okay, this is a 16-year-old kid who's being asked to replace all the heroes he looked up to and have only been involved with for like, what a year max maybe like including maybe two yeah because he had the yeah. fight with in civil war and then maybe like mm-hmm. a year later he had he ends up on a different planet with iron man mm-hmm. disappearing mm-hmm. coming back immediately having a fight in intergalactic war uh getting i don't think tommy mcguire could have handled all that shit honestly <laughs> so I, I think they did a good job at like the iron man comparison like how I, uh what was it? iron man 3 when he we realized that tony has PTSD that he hasn't dealt with and he's like mm-hmm. having legit freak out moments and we start off mm-hmm. with him trying to help out people and now he has like PT- realizing that he's done all this stuff and fought space monsters and all this other stuff and he's never processed it and it cost mm-hmm. him his hero's life you see that his PTSD is kicking in and- it wasn't just that some heroes died and whatnot it was his mentor his idol his hero his second or third father if you want to be specific no, I'll call I'll call him Dad Number One, basically, because Tony basically took um, Spider Man under his wing from the beginning in Civil War, yeah. and then and then you know and then he's basically being heralded as the next Iron Man. Uh, Spider Man was, you know, because even at the beginning of the movie, he had the Iron Spider suit and whatnot. You know, he still kept the same suit that um, Tony designed yeah. for him. So I think, but that's that's what I mean. Like I said, when it comes to 
how Peter goes from the end of Endgame to the end of Far From Home, I think it's a huge leap for him, you know? Yeah, kids, he's been through a lot in, like, what, a couple months? Like, he, he went from space, fo- space war, immediately comes back to life. More than any 16-year-old should go yeah, through, he, basically. Well, he was, like, either 15, 16, and went through space war, intergalactic fight, get, comes back after being dead for five years, has to fight again, only to watch his, like, idols and, and his father figure basically get risk his life and what? sacrifice himself for everyone. It's a lot to take in for a teenager who still is trying to like get his first date. While he's trying to be on vacation in summer in Europe, trying to get the girl of his yeah, dreams. I, I'm not gonna. I didn't know who she was before like the Spider-Man series. I didn't watch any of the new Disney. I love Zendaya as a uh, MJ. She's hilarious. Like, the, yes, the, the, like, I dark, agree. Edgy thing that like I know some of my friends went through as like a phase in middle and high school. It's hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I. I completely agree with you because it's always like um, the most popular girl in school, or like you know the the girl next door, some some crap like yeah, that. That was our first MJ. And, she was literally the girl next door. Yeah, and then and then even um, Peter's like first love interest, we'll, we'll call it, in um, with Tom Holland was this girl who was um, on the triathlon team the the super smart team super popular with people homecoming blah 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 and then it didn't work out because her dad's a criminal was the vulture (laughs) um and then these people spend time and they really like each other you know i i love zendaya as mary jane because her version of it is completely different from anything we've seen in terms of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man series uh, and the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man series, you know? Blonde, super um, personable, you know? Big personality, blah, 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 blah. Zendaya flipped that, flipped that shit and turned into her own. Yeah, she really has made it her own character. Although apparently we were supposed to have MJ in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, but apparently she... um. I'm blanking on the name. She uh she Megan Foxed herself out of the role. Like she got to shooting her first scenes, got into it with the director. Uh, and, uh, she said some shit about the director. While they were on set and literally she had like one scene where she was supposed to be introduced. You see the back of her head and that's it. Hence why Gwen Stacy got axed and there were supposed to be future parts. But then that whole franchise fell apart because nobody was getting along. You you also you know why else that franchise fell apart? Why? Andrew Garfield pleaded with the network and the, or not the network, the studio heads and, and like the filmmakers to make Spider Man bisexual. Why? I'm not, I'm not sure. I guess that's the direction he wanted to take him in, but they said no, and that's why nothing else worked out with Garfield as Spider Man. That is an odd. Uh, that. Maybe. I, would, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Uh... Uh, uh, speaking of Andrew, I didn't know that. I didn't know that neither. I had to. I, I I was just reading an article, and then yeah, Garfield, blah blah blah. He wanted he wanted Spider Man to be bisexual. Uh, that's that's an odd take, really, because mm. even the um like now that I'm older and I rewatched it, even Spider Man three did the whole Gwen Stacy versus uh 
Mary Jane thing. Like, I didn't realize that's what yeah. was supposed to be when I was younger. And I don't think mm-hmm. Spider-Man 3 deserves the hate it gets. Like, we all loved it when it was out. <laughs> and now that everyone has Twitter, they feel the need to go ahead and trash it. <laughs> also, apparently there was supposed to be a fourth one that we never got. Yeah, that's true. And at the same time, I'll say this. The Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire, when I first saw it, I was really excited because Sandman, um, Venom, or whatever Eric Brock was, basically, he's supposed to be Venom, but I, I didn't like him as Venom. And then Harry Osborne as the Green Goblin. I'll tell you what, though. The movie was like may have been so-so, but the video game, Spider-Man 3, was badass. Okay, the video game was like the beginning of that next console generation era where right. if you bought it on Xbox 360 or PS3, you got like the high quality version. If you were like me and you still had a PS2 and you bought the PS2 version of Spider-Man 3 <laughs> or Force <laughs> Unleashed, you got a downgraded version of the game that was made by a completely... Se- like only game that didn't piss me off was Force Unleashed <laughs> because the third party company that made it put work into it uh-huh. like they added extra levels and like lore spider-man 3 has got to be one of the most ugliest games i've seen on the ps2 in my entire <laughs> life like if you play that or like any of the other games that ex- uh what is it spider-man um web of shadows web of shadows mm-hmm. on xbox is a beautiful game ps2 it is an ugly side scroll that belongs in the game boy advance i was offended <laughs> speaking of video games did you ever play spider-man 2 growing up yeah yeah, like did. this this movie felt like a Spider-Man sequel that was paying homage to a previous Spider-Man sequel while being its own Spider-Man sequel. Like especially <laughs> the train part. Right. Like that part actually that part threw me. Like my mom jumped when that happened. I almost I actually felt bad. No, I I I agree. Um and then one thing I definitely want to spin around is because, you know, talking about video games talking about certain things is that like what a big thing in the movies themselves is always the villain right yeah the one i was very excited when i first heard about jake gyllenhaal coming into this movie because he's honestly one of my favorite actors in the industry i i i love his movies you know nightcrawler october sky um, Jarhead, a bunch of movies that he's done. If you guys haven't seen those, check them out. They're super, super good. You probably know him from Brokeback Mountain. Have you ever seen that movie? I personally haven't seen it, but I heard, <laughs> I've heard great things about it. But um, um, Donnie Darko. <laughs> Donnie Darko, that's the first movie I've ever seen him in. Super creepy, but plays the role perfectly. But um, when I first heard he was in it, or he was committed to it, I was super excited. And honestly, it it, it 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 shocked me the point of view they were coming at it with him as Mysterio, but the way he played with it and the way he like went about it in his own ro- in his role, I thought was really good. I loved him as the bad guy. Yeah, him is the I like we I kind of knew how they were the route they were gonna take, but they did a good job of like mm. selling him on trying to be the good guy at first and like trying to be. Mm like Peter's new father figure to help him with all his personal issues and talk it out. <laughs> but then like when the when the reveal happened, I noticed like the second time I watched it, he never made any physical contact with Peter the entire film. 
po uh pre his uh big plot twist. Pre the handshake. Say what? Why well, I know Mysterio shook his hand when they first met. But then I don't think they ever touch each other again, saying, like, like you when said. He's actually, like using his powers. Notice him and Peter like never make physical. Oh yeah. Oh, when he's using his powers. Yeah, you're right. Whenever he steps into place as the the hologram thing, that's when he would right. go and shake hands mm -hmm. or lay on the ground and pretend like, oh, I did this huge tough battle and yeah, like it's th it threw me off. Not threw me off, but I was surprised at some of the people they brought back when they had the big reveal, and I'm like, they literally grabbed this mm -hmm. dude from like. The beginning of the franchise, it was just like in the background. And I'm like, was this in his contract? Like, you're an extra in movie one and then movie 27. <laughs> oh, you talk, you talk about the scientist that was getting yeah, yelled at in the first Iron by, Man movie, the by in the first Iron Man movie. <laughs> the, oh man, when they flashed back to all those movies, man, I was like. Damn, these people got history, bro. I'm like, I'm, I, got, I wanted to go look and see if they actually got the same people for those roles that they just did the hair and makeup really well. Mm, I don't know, man. A lot of them did look alike. Just, just eleven years worth of like time and age happened to them. You know what yeah. I mean? But um, I'll tell you what, in I don't think I've ever felt more proud of like what I was watching in Spider-Man than that moment when Happy came to get him. He's down on his luck. He's been losing this whole time. And then he starts making his own suit. And what does Happy do? He blasts. Yeah, he bl um, blasts the Iron Man thing. Led Zeppelin. Just, just like Tony. And he's like, oh, I love Led Zeppelin. Oh, that, that really <laughs> ruined it. When I, I heard the... Uh... When I heard back in black play, and I was like, oh, he's going to become, yeah. like, he's in his Iron Man mode. He just goes, I love Led Zeppelin. I literally was in my seat like, oh, he just ruined it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I can understand that. But for me, I, I don't think I ever felt more proud than yeah, that, seeing that, that I, moment. I, I was somebody like. Somebody shed tears watching basically him in, like, Tony's place. Toy, and, that, and the fact that, like. We only see them in what? What is it? Civil? Not in Civil War. Uh, far? Not far from Civil War, Homecoming, and both parts of Infinity War. And yeah. But the fact that we know that Tony, mm -hmm. in his spare time, was thinking about Peter enough to give him all these suit customizations and all these future plans to basically mm -hmm. cater and nurture him into a true hero that he could be on his own. So that we we actually makes the whole. His little suit maker, he pulls up all those combinations. You're just like, damn, Tony was really looking out for this kid. No, you you even got to think about when um, in Homecoming, he has, you know, the new suit that Tony gave him, the first one. And he was finally, he got finally got rid of the baby monitor thing or whatever, like the, yeah, the kid the, setting. The, one, the original one, and then he had the Scarlet Spider. You thought that was it. And then you're like, nope, he has like 50 other ones prepared. Right. And then he's, and then that's when you hear, um, what she, what is, what did he call his AI? Uh, whatever. Veronica, I think, yeah, I think it was Veronica. Anyway, he, he she goes, yeah, you had 2,432 types of Webby, yeah, and he's like, "Damn, Mr. Stark really went overboard with what, this." Uh, I remember that, bro. He thinks about Karen that. Or Heather or something like that. Karen. Karen, it was Karen. Karen, you're I right. Think it was it's a Karen. Very mom name. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, he has ears. Karen, and he goes, Karen, what'd you do? You had 2,436 different types of weapon. I was like, wow, dude. How do you even find that many, man? Okay, I was so glad to see that, like, they made a joke in what was in Homecoming. Activate instant kill. No. And then the second he comes back in uh, Endgame, activate instant <laughs> and then, kill. And then, yes. <laughs> activate instant kill. Choo, 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 choo. I, still, I still laugh about that every time, man. Because it's like, activate instant kill. Oh, now you want to do it. Yeah. Now you want to do it. now in this it. movie, he has Edith, which is even dead, I'm the hero. Which is just Tony Stark being Tony Stark, even from the grave. Mm. Um. I'll tell you what, his co-stars in terms of like Ned, his best friends, and Dea, and everybody else. Bro, I'm sorry. I can't I cannot take that Flash dude seriously. Okay, I like that I really that Flash is just an annoying rich kid who looks like everyone else and isn't just because you like I, I I substitute teach. The big oversteroided jock with the leather jacket, like Letterman jacket, that really doesn't exist anymore. Like in ten years, that's overplayed. Like in ten years from now, the animated kids will be the bullies. If, if we're just speaking honestly, <laughs> like all the Area Fifty One Raiders, the Naruto runners, and 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 the 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 angry virgins, they will be the bullies in ten years. I'm seeing it now. So, so you're basically saying for anyone watching. The, the next 10 years, your kids are going to be bullied by guys that run with their head down and their hands up behind them going, Hua! Yeah, a, I saw a video on Twitter, and that's where I got this idea. From. The, the tweet said, dog, in 10 years, anime dudes will be the bullies. This kid literally was just like, I'm going into my battle stance now. Dynamic entry. and just hits this kid with a flying kick because he wouldn't leave him alone. And then he just starts like, he doesn't even punch him. He starts doing the weird little like side smacks. And the kid is just balled up waiting for it to stop because it doesn't hurt, but it's annoying. And the kid just keeps screaming, fight me some more. Fight me some more. And it was like, it was, it was bad, but it was hilarious. And I'm like, yeah, this is okay. So, definitely so you're making a guaranteed call that in ten years, anime fans are gonna be the bullies. I'm telling you. <laughs> you, can't, you can't oh man, I can't wait! I can't wait to take my kid for energy. This school would be up. like, yo. I can't wait to take my kids to school and be like, dad, there goes that Naruto kid. Yep. He beat my ass last <laughs> night. <laughs> But yeah, that's what I mean by them casting kids who are accurate to today. Like when I look at like the seniors when I was a freshman, those were like the last like behemoths. Like when I played football, you could put those dudes in any position and they will play fast and efficiently. And then when you look at some of the Uh kids today who are like D1 scholars, you're like, that dude's my size, but he's like ripped with body fat and runs a four flat. So I understand why he's getting all these scholarship offers. So the fact that they made all of them accurate to like what the 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 nerds, the jocks, and whatever and the cool kids are today, it makes sense. Also, the fact that we find out Flash's parents just don't love him at all. <laughs> yeah, that was that was for me. Like, I I I, I I'm sorry, but I thought it was hilarious. I was like, oh, mom, hey Jeffrey, mom couldn't get me today. Yeah, all nope. the events that happened in the movie, and the parents and the butler to pick him up. Like, yeah. So all I all bad. I thought to myself was, "You deserve that, bitch." But you find out he's like Instagram famous and just tweets everything that he does all the time. So, God, he's so annoying. 
He he does so a good job as the new Flash. Like the in in the Tobey Maguire one when he's like the bully and whatnot, and he's you know he's always picking on Peter, and then eventually he finds even he can gives his condolences about Uncle Ben, and then this one he was just like, all right, he's the cool kid who clearly will peak in high school and then just fall off immediately after. Probably, yeah. Rich parents he'll, he'll be financially he'll stable, be, but he'll be a financially stable nobody, and it'll kill him inside. Exactly, yeah. He'll be able to afford to go to a really good college and then drop yeah. out immediately because he can't handle Ned, the grade. He can't like, handle Ned the, the classes. In the film, killed me though, Peter. If I seem preoccupied with my relationship and that I don't have time for you, I apologize. I'm just really, <laughs> I was dying. Though. Like my mom was like almost in tears. <laughs> No, nah, man, for in terms of like all the like comedy bits, Ned kind of made the movie yeah, with it's the sad, it's sad with as the, the comedy of this movie was with like Tony's dead, who's next? They sh- they threw in so much humor and it all fit perfectly. Like we had to put on the night monkey costume right. and the dude caught him like mid-changing and just takes the picture. He's like, "Yeah, I have to go <laughs> show this to people." No, and then the fact that um Again, they had so much humor in it, like you said, but Ned was like the main thing with it. Like, it was, he said he wants to be a bachelor. Then he gets a girlfriend right. on the flight to the, to the bachelor land, and then blah, blah, blah. Coming, coming, sweetie, coming, baby, coming, babe, blah, 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 blah. And then as soon as they land back in America, now nah, we figure we're not right for each other. Uh, we <laughs> I was like, up. what yeah, the we, hell? We we figured that you know people can grow apart, but they can appreciate the experiences they have together. And they just had that emotional like <laughs> touch, and then they walk away. <laughs> I, coming, babe. Coming, babe. <laughs> it's like I'll never forget you. Okay, can, can I say that like when uh when when they had the scene from the trail on the bridge where he's like, oh MJ, and she's like, you're Spider Man, and then he was he was trying to have a moment, and then he gets he finds out, were you only like talking to me this whole time because you thought I was Spider-Man. I felt like my heart sank. I actually felt bad for Peter. I was like, oh. So did I. Same. I was like, really? Really, Zendaya? I didn't even look at her as Zendaya. I was like, I was like I really, was Zendaya? Like at her character. I was like, she really played my boy this whole movie. <laughs> I know. I, that's why I wasn't even mad at MJ. I was mad at Zendaya. I was like, really? Really, Zendaya? <laughs> but, of course, she was just lying to herself because she didn't want to get hurt or whatever. Yeah, I feel like I was confused. And then... We, we didn't really discuss the fact that her dad is now... I, I, I didn't see... I've never seen Homecoming all together. I've seen it, like, in parts. I just never caught it, like, in one run. Did we ever discuss her dad being in jail and that affecting her or not? No, nope. I feel like that should have that might play a part in her weirdness for this film, but I feel like it was never really discussed. No, it probably definitely does play a role in her character and her personality, but no, that's never been talked about. Um, and then in the Tobey Maguire series, we just saw that her dad was kind of a douchebag, yelled yeah, at her, blah blah blah. Yeah, and then she didn't exist in Garfield series. And then here we don't hear about anybody, any of her relatives, really. Yeah, according to a friend of ours. But that that might be soon to come, eventually. What I say about um, what I say about Jake Gyllenhaal was I loved him in it. Spider Man comes out a bigger, better superhero, in my opinion. Um, he's sure of himself. He's not 
I don't think he looks at himself quite as a kid anymore, but he still wants to have, like, his kid stuff. He wants to enjoy high school. He Now he has pretty much a girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay, Christine, I just got your text. Uh, we got, like, 10 minutes left. We are just, we'll catch it on the next one, okay? Apparently, we're both coming in a little too hot. Oh, okay. Thanks, Christine. Sorry. We appreciate the <laughs> critique. But, yeah. I we like appreciate the it. They, they did a good job with the next uh, phase of the MCU, balancing mm-hmm. that with... Number Peter wants four. To be a, Peter still wants to be a kid. Peter still has a mm-hmm. crush. And then Peter has to take over for all of his idols who he just met and now they're all gone so right they, they had a lot of storylines that they did a good job of wrapping into one and also like uh-huh. the, the the mj scene at the end was heartwarming right yeah no it definitely was um and i'm honestly really glad with how it ended even the end credit scenes was like whoa before we get to that <sighs> you tell me you did not think of spider-man 2 in the funhouse level when we saw the um, when when Peter had to fight Mysterio, and oh, had, oh, absolutely, the, the the whole fun house we had to fight the yeah. Spider Man as they kept uh-huh. jumping him, only to find that it's not real. And then uh, Zombie Iron Man came to attack. Oh man, that freaked me out. No, I, it freaked me out, but I literally thought, like, this is literally like paying homage to the video game where you have to <laughs> run through the fun house, fight the Spider Man clones. <laughs> You get attacked exactly. by those mirror versions of yourself, and then he sees like all his worst nightmares. Only difference is that this Mysterio was a threat. That Mysterio literally got one punched, and it was game over. Nah, that's true. Oh, man. It's funny how you think about the games after everything. But um, just so we can get into Phase 4 real quick, um, I give Spider-Man, honestly, like 9.5 out of 10. Definitely recommend it for anybody, especially if you're not... If you're a Marvel fan, great. If you're not a Marvel fan, great. Go see it anyway. You'll definitely love it. Something to bring the kids to. Yeah, I, I really... First off, best part of the whole film was the end when he finally trusts his Spider-Sense because just like in the second film, his emotional... Day, mm-hmm. So the fact that he finally trusted <laughs> at the end... He has Come on, that, Tingle. The fact that he has that epic scene at the end where he finally trusts himself again and does that whole fight with his eyes closed and no webs whatsoever was crazy. 10 out of 10, perfect. This is like the perfect summer film to go see. Like, anyone can go see it, yeah. young, old, whatever. My favorite part, just from that scene, I agree, it was the best scene in the whole movie. My favorite part is when he's talking to Jalen Hall. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, Pierre, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, like, with, with no, his I, arm. I really like, thought, like, I'm like, maybe he's, I'm like, this has got to be it. I thought he was going to pull a gun from, like, behind him. I'm like, maybe this is a trap. So when the gun comes out of, like, nowhere, I'm just like, he was still going for the kill. I know. That that was the most badass part to me I right there. I watch it a second um, time, though, because I was confused as to whether or not he actually got hit. No, he didn't. So then how did he kill? So I'm, I'm saying, like, when he actually killed over in the movie, is he still around? I think he was arrested because he didn't die. I, I don't I think he, I don't think he died. He died on the bridge, and then Peter just left the body there like they tend to do in every MCU film. See, I don't think I don't think Pete, this Peter's like that. But um, 9.5 out of 10, 10 out of 10. You say 10 out of 10 for yeah. sure. Um, great movie. Guys, you should definitely go see I mean, it. Do we want to On to Phase 4 real quick. Yeah. Oh, the end, dude, that scene blew my mind, okay, yeah, man. First one. First one. Uh, first of all, I'm glad that we have 
buddy back is a uh, J Jonah Jameson, Spider Man Three: The Rise of JJ, the new villain. I'm I'm excited for it, <laughs> but uh, no Spider Man in Phase Four. Phase Four. Um, no Spider Man title. Oh man, no tie in. No, no Spider Man. Oh. Not yet though, because it's going into. I believe I, I sent you the schedule. What's the, I think the latest movie is still 2021. Yeah, so it's only two so years that's only in the two future, years into it. Like, are we not getting a Spider-Man three? I'm just like, well, given that ending, which I was confused the first time because I'm like, when did he even do this? And then I realized the guy, the scientist dude, probably went and altered the footage, which is why he had that flash drive. So when he do, when he did his mm-hmm. uh, when he did his Iron Man move of what was it, the clean slate pl- protocol, where he got rid of all the drones. And they yeah. edited that footage to make it sound like he was murdering people in the background. And then the yeah. big reveal at the end when he uh, blew the whistle. And they end that movie the same way Spider-Man uh, Homecoming ended with the, what the fuck? And then just cut the end credits. So like, does he have to just mm-hmm. go into hiding now? Because he got his life back, only to lose <laughs> it even worse now. I know, dude. Oh, my God. <sighs> well... Right, right before we um, um, send it off on um, Phase Four, here's the main thing I want you. I, we gotta tell everybody. Okay, I I mentioned that my favorite things about that the biggest things to me from Phase Four, Thor Four, Thor Love and Thunder is bringing back Natalie Portman, Tessa Thompson, and Chris Hemsworth, um, and Taika Waititi is gonna direct this one as well. So you already know it's gonna be funny as hell. And this is gonna be that's a you already right know now, that, so. right? Natalie Portman is gonna play Lady Thor in that movie. Lady Thor. I wonder if we get Beta Ray Bill because people have been wanting him for a while too. Right. Well, we'll see. The biggest thing he said was Thor four, and then Natalie Portman will play Lady Thor. So they're bringing her back, and then Blade was the second one that really came off the screen for me because I love the Blade series with Whistley Snipes. I know it could have been a little better. Even even Marvel kind of claims it as like the unofficial start for Marvel with uh with his comic book references and yeah, everything. Blade was the first one that made them show okay Marvel movies can pop and we can try a series with a mainstream hero and then they tried Spider Man and it worked. And then Daredevil Fly. Right. And now, what really made me excited for Mahershala Ali is yeah, going to be the new Blade. Luke Cage is officially Blade, and I hope that Wesley Snipes at least gets. Now that Stanley's gone, I think we should give like the comic writers or OG artists or whoever played them in the first. Those should be the cameos we do now, because I hope I, I hope Wesley Snipes gets some love. I don't know, man. I heard I heard he's kind of an asshole on set. Some people are. I've heard stories, but I he still deserves that much blade. I agree. I agree. He should do a cameo, maybe as a, maybe as himself, just you know, some like time lapse or something. They could do it with this one yeah. too. I'm um, excited for the future of the MCU. Uh, I don't know what the hell Nick Fury is doing with that end credit scene. That I have so many <laughs> questions that we do not have time for. So, <laughs> next week, are we doing Lion King? Next week we are talking about the Lion King. I hear it's great. It came out to like a hundred and eighty-five million dollar weekend debut all week. Thank you, Beyonce. Yes, thank you, Beyonce. Donald Glover, Seth Rogen, Billy Eichner, James Earl Jones, OG, 
Mufasa. Oh man, I can't I can't wait to talk about it. We can't wait to see it. Um any 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 last words, Safari? Uh, this has been the theater goers. We have 60 minutes suspension coming up next. We gotta get out of here. We're getting ready to cut the feed. So it's been real. Peace out. Love talking about the stuff with you. All right, guys. See you next week. The Lion King, Tony, Safari, we out. <laughs>